everyone, and welcome back to Privacy Pals with Jaylee Postalwaite and Kenzie Callio. Privacy Pals is a podcast where we will share information surrounding digital privacy in the 21st century. My name is Kenzie Callio, and I will be your host for today. In today's episode, I will be talking about how everything we've discussed in previous episodes applies to social media today. Our first topic today is privacy in popular social networking sites such as Twitter and Instagram. So me and Jaylee found this really cool article um, by Nardis and Panic called Explaining Privacy Control on Instagram and Twitter, the Roles of Narcissism and Self-Esteem. So basically the goal of this um, article was for the authors to take people's social media and see how that would apply to their self-esteem and narcissism and like and how safe they were being on um, social media because of these traits that they carry. So directly from the article, they say, a total of 510 participants from a U.S. undergraduate participant pool completed an online survey. Around 73% of, around 73% of the people in that participant pool used Twitter and 81% used Instagram. Just over 64% used both and close to 90% used at least one social networking site. Responses from the 457 participants who used at least one social networking site were retained. The retained sample was primarily white, 84%, and female, 76%, and the average age of the participants was 19. In the results section of the article, they use words such as exhibitionism and superiority, so I just wanted to define those for our listeners in case anybody didn't know exactly what those meant. So a simple Google search brought up the definition of exhibitionism as extravagant behavior that is intended to attract attentions to oneself. And a Google search of superiority brought up the state of being superior. So for their results, they found a mixed effects logistic regression model predicting privacy control. So their first hypothesis expected exhibitionism to be positively related to less privacy control on social networking sites. They found that as exhibitionism exhibitionism increases, the likelihood of having public settings increases, so that provided support for their first hypothesis. The odds of having a public setting increased by 31% for a one-unit increase of exhibitionism. They continue on by saying, Superiority was expected to be positively related to less privacy control on social networking sites. However, As superiority increases, participants are more likely to have private settings. The odds of having public settings decreased by 29% for a one-unit increase in superiority. So that actually didn't support their hypothesis for the superiority part of privacy. The discussion part of the article reads, The study explored whether psychological traits can explain privacy control behavior on Twitter and Instagram by analyzing users' privacy settings. Individuals high in exhibitionism are more likely to implement less restricted privacy control on social networking sites. For example, their profiles are publicly accessible. This is consistent with past work, which finds that exhibitionism is related to self-promoting behaviors online and more frequent use and posting on social networking sites. Unexpectedly, though, they say that superiority is related to a higher likelihood of implementing privacy settings. It was anticipated that those who feel they are better than others would want to communicate this via social networking sites. However, 
It appears that they may instead desire to, to create the impression that their profiles contain privilege and exclusive content and therefore kept them private. So after looking at this um, article, it's obviously the psychological part of it and how people's behaviors affect um, their online presence and everything, but it can also be applied to communication as well. So we talked about in the second episode, the privacy paradox, which is the gap between your attitude about privacy online and your actual behavior online. So whether the people in the study claimed to value privacy online or not, their attitudes were truly reflected during this study. I think this is important as we look into our own social media accounts. Um, before taking two classes here at ESU that were related to communication and emerging technology, I had never really, really cared about how private my social media was. I mean, I had my Instagram set to private, but I also have Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, and TikTok, and none of those were set to private. So I definitely fell into the privacy paradox. I think it's really interesting to look at this study that these authors did and how that applies to others that weren't part that didn't participate in the study you know do you feel like your instagram is private because you have privileged information or do you feel like your instagram is private because you are actually concerned about your privacy and surveillance on social networking sites something really interesting to think about and something to look into farther if you are interested in that for anyone that wants to read farther into the article and get more information from that, I will post um, the article in our show notes. Hey everyone, wanted to remind you all that there's a Google form in the show notes. We would love to have you fill it out and provide us with any feedback you have. Thanks. Now back to the show. Next, we're going to talk about a newer social media site, TikTok, which I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with, um, but if you're not, TikTok was created in September of 2019, which means that there's really not a lot of research on the app, especially not about privacy and surveillance concerning TikTok. So last semester, I was able to host a workshop called What Does TikTok Know About You? where we had people join in on our Zoom call and we discussed their concerns involving privacy on TikTok. And we also gave them tips on how to make their account safer. I wanna share some of that information that we provided during our workshop to our listeners today. If you're not familiar with um, TikTok, it is a social networking site where you can upload up to 60 seconds of video and post it to the site where people can watch, like, share, and comment. The app has this thing called the For You page where TikTok's algorithm provides you with videos that they think that you would like to watch and that you'll find interesting. So you can also follow different users that um, are on the app and see their videos under the following tab. I wanted to make this a separate topic from Twitter and Instagram because TikTok has gained a lot of popularity since its creation in 2019. Um, there's a large, large portion of people that I know who um, have the app and you know post content or even just get on there and watch the videos. So I thought that it was fitting to have its own topic and there's a lot of information that goes into it. Even though there isn't a lot of research, there's a lot of things that we need to discuss regarding TikTok. Before the workshop, we had our uh, attendees fill out a pre-workshop quiz, which asked questions like, how many hours would you say you spend on social media? Do you use the app? Um, how many hours a day do you use it? Do you think TikTok's a safe platform? 
And I just wanted to share some of the information that we found from our users about that. So for the question, how many hours would you say you spend on social media per day? 66.7% of our attendees um, were on social media three to five hours a day. We asked, do you use the app TikTok? And 100% of our users said yes. Um, we asked, if you use the app TikTok, how many hours per day do you use it? 66.7% said two to three hours a day. We asked, do you think TikTok is a safe platform? And 55.6% said no, and 44.4% said yes. So we asked an open-ended question, can you explain your answer from the question above? And we got responses like, I think TikTok, TikTok is safe because it doesn't ask for personal information. Someone said they've had privacy problems in the past on TikTok. Somebody said, I don't really know any of the specifics, but I have heard a lot in the news about TikTok supposedly being unsafe. So I figured that if many people are saying it's unsafe, there has to be some real concerns. Those were just some of the uh, answers we had to that open-ended question. Next, we asked, have you read the terms and conditions for the app TikTok? And 100% of our responses said no, which is a big problem because of the concern of privacy and surveillance on TikTok. Um, people aren't reading what they're asking of you when you sign up for the app. So we asked people to explain why or why, why, or why not from that answer. And we have um, responses saying they're too long, um, it's too long and often, it's hard to read. Someone said, I wanted to get the videos, get to the videos as quickly as possible and just skipped right through the terms and conditions. So next we asked, what information do you not want TikTok collecting about you or from you and why? And here were some of the responses. Phone number, credit card information, my location, anything outside of the app, location, credit card information, verbal conversations, um, email address, phone number, anything like that. Um, someone said, um, any personal information because I don't want it given out. Giving the people this quiz before gave us some really, really good feedback and gave us reassurance that what we were talking about was concerning to people and not just us. So that made us feel better about doing this workshop and the information that we were providing with people. So after the workshop or the pre-quiz, um, we gave some the attendees information about um, the app and what information TikTok collects from your account. So we found that 66% of users on the app are under 30, which is the age of the traditional college student. We explained to them all the information that TikTok, TikTok collects. Um, so Privacy Pals talks about all of the information in episode 2 if you haven't listened to that episode yet. And lastly, we provided them with tips on how to stay safe on TikTok that I also want to provide to all of the listeners here. So the tips that we provided with them were using a different name or alias for your profile. Do not link other social accounts to your TikTok profile because then they can use that information as well as the information that you have on TikTok. We also said to use a picture that does not have your face in it for your profile picture. My picture on TikTok is my cat and I don't have my name on there so you wouldn't even know it was me. So next we say set your account to private. You want to also make sure that your ad authorization button is turned off. This is to make sure that advertisers don't use your videos for ads on the app. 
You want to try to not post videos with your face in them. I know it can be hard, but if you can refrain from doing that, it can help make you a little bit safer on the app. So you want to make sure that your location is turned off while using TikTok. Turn off the suggest your account to others feature. And lastly, turn off allow your videos to be downloaded feature. After all of that information was provided to our listeners, we went ahead and had them fill out a post-workshop quiz to see if we had given them any information that they could learn from or if we changed um, their perspective on how safe they are on TikTok. For the do you think TikTok is a safe platform question, we got the same response as before, 66.7% said no and 33.3% said yes. We asked them to explain their answer from the question above. Someone said they collect my profile picture, which I think is weird, and my IP address. Someone said they don't think it's safe because it collects personal information. Um, They collect information including phone number, geolocation, IP address, etc. Someone else said it collects a lot of information that I did not know it collected and there are a lot of settings that you have to edit in order to keep yourself safe. And even then, you are not completely safe, which is exactly what happens. It's, that is a great response. So then we asked them, what is information privacy or internet privacy? And the responses we got included the amount of privacy you have being connected to the internet, how to be private on the internet, internet privacy is how visible your personal information is to tech companies or other internet users. Then we also asked them, Do you think the information that TikTok collects from users is safe? Why or why not? Somebody said no because some of it's personal. Someone said no unless edited. I don't agree with the geolocation. And someone said certain information like the videos that are liked or commented on, yes, but not the personal information because if they got hacked, anyone could have access to that information and someone could get seriously hurt because of it. Another really great point. So then we asked them, will you be changing any information or privacy settings on your TikTok account? Someone said probably not, which is okay if they're comfortable with that. Um, We have a couple yes responses. Somebody said absolutely. Someone said, I will be making it so no one can download my videos unless I get a really funny and become a TikToker. (laughs) And then we asked, what is a tip you would give someone to be safe online or on social media? Someone said, monitor your followers and read what apps take from you. Someone said, make your account private. Someone said, read the terms and conditions, even if it's long, at least the privacy section, which are all really, really great tips and all are ways that we can help make ourselves safer on this new app that there's really not a lot of information on. So with that being said, I want to reiterate how Privacy and surveillance is a very concerning topic um, involving social media. You know, a lot of people just click through the terms and conditions just because they want to get to the app or, you know, create create their account. They're so excited to do. But it is really important to read what you're agreeing to whenever you are signing up for a new platform and learning everything that the the information that that app is collecting from you. And just be safe and make sure that you're taking precautions to being safe on online. If any of our listeners have questions about what was talked about today, feel free to contact myself or Jaylee.
And don't forget to fill out the Google form and check out additional resources in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening and tune in next time to hear Jaylee and I discuss important ethical issues from different contemporary perspectives.